It is December 15th, and we are here for the Call of Christmas Session 2. Uh, I don't remember if we did two parts last time, but that doesn't matter, because uh, this will all be rapid fire when it comes time. It will. Uh, I guess my first question is, did we roll an art roll for you doing your little lighthouse art that you were doing? Yes, we did. Cool. And it was very good. Riveting stuff right off the bat. But, <laughs> well, it'll be very pertinent, I promise. Cool. So, Wilfred, you're going to spend some time up here painting, drawing, getting into the scenery, getting into what it is that you do up here. Uh, you were drawing, right? You were sketching? That is correct. I was sketching. I had my notebook out. It was looking great. The ah, the lighthouse was framed perfectly against the rocking of the waves. And, you know, there's there's a little bit of shadow that's growing at the bottom of the base of the lighthouse. I'm really focusing on that. There's something about that that seems very, very interesting. And as you take a step back to just take in the greatness of your work... And looking it over, you're going to see that as you got lost in the creative process, some time has passed. You're a little hungry. And off in the corner of the periphery of your, uh, of your piece of art, there is a figure that you seem to have drawn that was standing down on the beach that is just like off to the left in the lower corner, just is there. Oh, oh, that's interesting. I like that. I like that. I have to let's take a closer look. It's probably out of the corner of my eye, but because I am such a good artist, I have such an eye for detail. I'm certain I just unconsciously did it because I am amazing. You were so in the moment that you just drew what you saw without comprehending what you were seeing. I get that a lot. Yeah. Diva is being very very vocal tonight and up on the desk and just in the way. Aren't you the cutest? There she is. She is the cutest. Uh, what did you actually roll on your art rolls? I scroll through, uh, you know, I'm looking for the art roll now and I'm not finding it. So I guess I'll have to roll one. Yeah. Push the button. Let's push that button. Uh, this is great. I love it. With an 88 over 75, it's, it's humanoid. Uh, you know what? No, I'm going to spend 13 luck. I'm going to bring that to a success. All right. So it brings me to 69. Nice. Nice. You're going to see that it's a young woman. It's hard to get any details because of the, uh, the distance and the size and the scale with everything else in your piece here. She is looking longingly out to sea and that's more or less all you can kind of get. She doesn't seem to be wearing anything exotic, just a very plain dress. And I imagine your drawing is not actually in color. It's just like a black and white sketch. Yes, correct. So. No, the the painting comes when, when the paint comes out. Yes, you got to get make sure that the weather's going to be good. You don't want to have to set everything up and then have it start raining or anything. Get good sunlight, natural lighting. It is natural lighting. The painter of lighthouses needs natural light. 
Although sometimes unnatural light works. There is that thing in, in Paris and the catacombs, and then there is Versailles and the catacombs, and then there is Marseille also in the catacombs. There's a lot of catacombs in France. I'm sure I've told you all about it, but I can tell you again if you want. With your piece of art more or less complete, what's your next course of action? I am famished. It is time to find something to eat. So Wilfred is going to um, close his sketchbook. He's going to put it in his uh, in his little bag. Uh, he's going to put his uh, pen, grease pencils and pencils and pens and stuff into his box. Snap that up and put it in, into the bag as well, and kind of throw his scarf over his shoulder and set out in the cold to find something to eat. Sorry, DMs. Heading into town or heading down to check out some of the local color on the what passes as a, as a boardwalk? Let's look at the boardwalk. Plus, it lets me get a little bit closer to that lighthouse. I do like its look, the way it leans, almost lists listlessly. Very well. Mr. Wyatt Rankin, could you roll a spot hidden roll? You want me to So unless I'm at <laughs> advantage, I don't think I did well. Uh, you did not do well. Uh, Mr. Kikade, you could also roll spot hidden if you wish. Oh, I love rolling spot hidden. Yeah, it's the... I'm told that is a good number. I'm, there's literally a cat just blocking the perfect amount of my screen to cover up the lower right-hand corner of my monitor. It seems that Bast is hard is hard at work saving us poor defenseless visitors to Innsmouth. Well, with an extreme success of a seven, you're going to see in one of these little bars. Well, what was that bar before Prohibition came by? You're going to see your. Well, let's not be bold and call him a friend, but your travel companion that was on the bus with you, uh, Mr. Wyatt, seems to be in there having a just grand old time with some of the local color. Hmm. Well, I think that if it's good enough for, uh, for, for Wilhelm, then it has got to be good enough for me. I'm going to go inside. As you do, you will let some of that spot hit and roll. You will see a bunch of people shift. You will see hats go over a stack of not quite poker chips, but different colored, uh, what would they be? Fuck. Different colored tokens that seem to indicate some form of money. A deck of cards is put onto a lap, and everybody kind of pays attention to you for just that moment. Wilfred does not care. He just goes right through and marches right up, right up to, uh, to, to Walrus and say, it's so good to see you again. I didn't realize you were going to be down here. I'll tell you what. I had an excellent time out on the moors. I have gotten some excellent sketches. I have some great ideas. How are you doing, friend? Uh, who are these wonderful gentlemen that you're with? Uh, the gentleman from the train. Yes, the gentleman. Of, uh, I'm sure yes. I caught your name earlier. Wilfred, 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 Wilfred. Of I, I was on the tip of my tongue there, son. Yes, uh, welcome to this establishment. Uh, we're, we're the, uh, the local people are a very minimal company. Yeah, look around, smile a little bit. And, uh, we're just having ourselves a grand old time. Uh, how can we be of service to you? I'm sure I shouldn't ask as a, as a non-local, but there I go. 
Uh, well, uh, that's 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 wonderful. You know that that kind of uh, that kind of hospitality I really only see in uh, the backcountry of, of France, of course. But um, you know, I've been out on the moors all day. I am famished, and I happen to come down here and touch in some of the local color. This is very colorful, may I add. <laughs> And I could just do with um, a nice cola and something to eat. And I, well, I saw you in here, and I thought that even though that you are a far-flung traveler coming to Innsmouth of all places, you have uh, clearly got an eye and maybe a nose for um, uh, local cuisine. Ah, yes, of course. I do believe I smell a little something in the back. Uh, did he at any point? Is there anything being cooked here? Uh, there's got to be something that is uh, reason enough to call this legally a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, this is, this is like pre-FDA, maybe, or I don't know, but like, community thing. Anyway, uh, I, I don't I, know. Had, do they have deep fryers in the twenties? I don't know. Sure, surely, right? I mean, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you just have to heat up some grease. Yeah, yeah, just a nice pile of lard. I'm yeah, as you do. Homemade potato chips right now. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I will lean upon the experience of my fellow sophisticates and wink across some of his fellow card players uh, to give you some fine suggestions of the local food stuffs. Tom, Dick, and Harry will begin to talk about everything that they serve here. They've, they're clearly the regulars, as it were. And uh, most things are fish related or fish. Uh, sides, you know, like a fish. I don't know what they have. A f- they probably wouldn't have a fish and chips because that would be too close to something Wilfred would like. But you know, they get you like a tuna fish sandwich or something simple. These are not very culinarily skilled people, but they can get you a little lunch. We wind back the clock a little bit and we visit Cora who was having lunch and reading some very curious books. Yes, yes. Um, it was a genealogy book and a history book of Innsmouth. So been reading those. Um, kind of odd. I'm going to have to talk to uh, my brother about this, but um, if I'm reading the books correctly, and I think I am, uh, it looks like we have relatives here, but that can't be right because mom and dad never mentioned that we had relatives in Innsmouth. They never mentioned ever knowing anything about Innsmouth. Okay. It's so very curious there? indeed, isn't it? You're not there, brother. Not okay, there, I wasn't brother. sure. That's okay. Uh, she was out at some little cafe reading a bunch of books, including yeah. a, a, uh, a diary written in Latin. Yeah, that's a curious book, too. Uh, that's what prompted me to look up the, the genealogy stuff because the I had to figure out who this person was uh, that in the book they kept referring to the, the captain of the ship. And so I'm kind of working it out. And did I discover the captain's sh- of the ship's name? It's Captain Walsh. Captain Walsh, yes. Um, very weird. Um, a lot to uh, think about and digest, and probably um, would like to go for a walk 
sure. heading probably toward the ocean that is uh, listed as a spot that my character uh, finds important and a place that she goes to think, being where she's from, easy access to an ocean there. Uh, yeah. She's uh, going to have to mull a lot of this stuff over. Sure. We fast forward a little bit. We find you standing, walking down this, well, not much of a beach, but the place where the water meets the land. There's <laughs> the there's the lighthouse in the distance. There's a little bluff over on the side. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where we find you mulling. What's the penny for your thoughts on this situation? Well, you know, how come my parents never mentioned, um, you know, that we were we were from here? Why why did they never talk about that? And then, uh, you know, forget about that. Now the the Latin book talks about some weird stuff happening on on their voyage, and that the captain would, uh, I don't know, like do some weird rituals. That always like helped him or the crew in some way, and that's like like. But it doesn't really say how he benefited. It just said it it helped him. There was always something that good that came to him. Which isn't that weird. That just doesn't make sense either. Some old sailor superstition, probably. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know walking around, uh, kind of thinking about this. Um, is there, are there shells where the water meets the land? Because it can't be called a beach. Of course. Is there a nice big, like, wide one, kind of almost flat? It'll take you a little bit of time, but you can find something like that, yeah. Okay. One doesn't have any holes, not too cracked up or shattered from the rocks. Okay, and then... Are there any fish bodies that have washed up or like skeletons of fish bodies? Walking a little farther, you can see that outside where um, outside of one of these factories, there's just a pipe that just kind of shoots things out into the ocean. And walking a little closer to it, you can see that it appears to be all of the undesirable portions of fish just kind of vomited out into the ocean here and it's it stinks real bad mm. oh it's so gross yeah all right um let me make a roll is she really gonna do it she's got everything that the book mentioned what would it be like a does she have the nerve is that a con roll uh, could be power, could be con, could be... What do you think? Uh, up to you. Let's do power. Okay. Oh, yeah. She's doing this. She's totally doing <laughs> this. She's, She's totally doing this. So powerful. You know what? We're either going to disprove it as nothing, or it's going to be something good. A new discovery. Something that could help her and her family. That's great. Yeah, it's an extreme power success as you – well, what is what is the rest of your little activity here that you do? So she's going to uh, dig out a, a fish rib a fish rib bone out of one of the, the dead fish. And um, if she remembers correctly, the book said to walk out into the water. So she's going to walk probably 
She doesn't want to go too deep because it's cold, right? It's winter. I don't want to get die. Uh, probably walk up to like knee height. And she's going to uh, set the uh, shell on the surface of the water, let it float there. And kind of keeping it wrangled, she's going to take that fishbone and she's going to poke her finger, following exactly what the book said, poke her finger and drip blood into the shell. And then push it out so it goes out into the ocean. And you stand there for a moment, Mm -hmm. watching it float until you lose it in the waves. Nothing seems to happen immediately. Yeah, the book didn't say anything about how quickly the reward came. But it's cold, so I'm going to get out of the water. (laughs) And sit on the beach for a little bit and see. Not long, like maybe like 15 minutes, and then I'm going to have to get warm, so. Sure. Did you have a plan on where you were heading after that? Well, home. I've got to change my my soaked feet. <laughs> yeah, excellent. And as we leave you sitting there on the not-quite-beach for a little bit, we pan back over to Daniel and Greta that were making lunch, if memory serves. That is correct. Very it's silently. a stew. It's just a stew. It's a stew, not lunch. You can eat whenever you're hungry. Look, it's nothing fancy, okay? Well, it's fancier than I usually eat at uh, on the ship. I hope you like fish. Couldn't live without it. Did you did you want some now? It's not really done, but you can have some. No, I've, no I'll, I'll I'll eat later. And as the two of you are sitting there debating about eating and lunch and stew and whatever it is that Greta's got going on and Daniel is quietly suffering through, Cora will walk in the door. Cora, how did your meeting thing go? Was that today? She takes off one shoe and dumps water out into the sink. Yeah, no, it went great. She's wonderful. Um, no, I think it's going to work out well. And then she grabs her skirt and starts wringing the water out. Did, did you fall in a puddle? A deep what? one? No. No. No, I went for a, a walk on the beach and yeah, did some. It's just silly. It's it's nothing. Um, just going to look at Greta and then look back at Dan. Daniel. Can we can we speak privately? Um, if you're done helping Ms. Clep. Well, it's just mm-hmm. boiling now, right? Just to reduce a bit. You can have some. Whatever. It, I mean, soften up a little longer. It's stew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can. Yeah, what's up? Okay. Daniel's going to start heading towards the bedroom. Yeah, well, she'll follow. And when she gets inside, she's going to shut the door. She's not going to answer until everything's just there alone. Daniel, do you... Has mom and dad ever mentioned that we had family up here? Uh, no, not that I know of. Why wouldn't they tell us? I mean, she's going to kind of show the books. Uh, You know, they're, it's all in here. I mean, we have, we have family that, that lived here in Innsmouth. 
why wouldn't they tell us about that? I mean, they acted like they never heard of the place. I don't know. I mean, would How can Daniel I tell if he's lying to me? Well, would Daniel know about the reputation of Innsmouth? I don't know if uh, he would go that far north for fish. I feel like you you have a non-zero chance, that's for sure. <laughs> um, say luck with or some other. What's the idea roll button? Is that intelligence? Uh, I believe. I think so. So yeah. Sounds about right. Oh, oh boy. We're rolling well tonight, guys. Yeah, right. Right? That's the third extreme success? I think so. Uh, cool. Um, what do you want to know as a player about Innsmouth and its creepiness? Do you, are you familiar with Innsmouth on a player level or? Yeah, I know enough. I've read Shadow Over Innsmouth. Cool. Um, so you I'll would just... probably know just about all of that as like a, you know, mermaids from the sea kind of thing. If that makes sense. Sure. Um. All right. So I guess he was lying to you there. Uh, well, about yeah. um, Smith itself, just from stuff you picked up from your yeah. Yeah, he was no. Yeah, he would know about why his parents wouldn't know, wouldn't want to be. I, I, I don't him. think your parents actually would know because my my twist on your history is that it's like your grandfather was from here and then went out into the world and never really spoke about where he was from. Okay. Well, so I don't think that your parents knew they had a relation here. Okay. But there was the one question about why wouldn't why wouldn't our parents want to know about Innsmouth or something? Anyway. I believe your grandfather that was found in the genealogy book did not tell them anything. Got it. I mean, I've heard of Innsmouth, but I don't know much about it. Hmm. Well, I'll uh, I'll write a letter to Mother and ask her. And uh, see if she knew, and if she did, why why she didn't uh, tell us. It would have been nice to know that we had family relations up here. It might have, you know, it might, like, help us get along with the people here if they knew we were of them. Yeah, did you want me to deliver it when I head back home? Because that's going to be mm. soon. It's probably faster than... True. Okay, I'll, I'll write something and... um. You could take it home to mother, but right now I need to get out of these wet. Those wet stockings, yeah. Yes, yes, it's just freezing out there. All right, I'll leave you to it. While you are in your room having your conversation, Greta, what are you doing out in the main room? Well, I heard, you know, the beach and she's all wet and nothing good happens down there. I want to listen to what they're talking about, what happened to her. Sure. Do you want to roll a listen roll? And we'll see how good you do. Is it worth 14 points of luck to you? Absolutely. All right. Uh, With 14 points of luck spent and a regular success, you're going to hear 
more or less the whole conversation, including when Daniel says, all right, you know, I'm leaving you to get changed, giving you enough time to start hobbling away from the door from where you were listening to their conversation. Unless, does Greta have, like, fake paintings or something in her house to listen to her guests on? No fake paintings, but the walls are thin. It's not a really a great place, and it's my house. So I know how to sneak across my own living room floor to listen to strangers who I'm letting stay in my house. I've done it before. You know which boards creak and which are... Uh, I know everything about this house, Sonny. I'm sorry. Yes. So, everything. Wonderful. They have relatives here. A little bit of time will pass as Cora gets changed, comes out and joins them, or do you stay reading your books? I want to be social, so I'm going to bring the the Latin one out and continue reading that while I um, wait for them to finish this delicious stew. Sure. <laughs> uh, the W's, Wilfred and Wyatt. Some time will pass as you guys have lunch. Do you go anywhere interesting, or do you just kind of chill? Uh, I think Wilfred's happy to start exploring the town a bit more after he's had some lunch. He's had a Coca-Cola. Um, he has regaled the restaurant, heavy quotes, with um, some stories about his time abroad in Burgundy. Wyatt, are you going to go exploring with him, or are you just going to hang here? What's your plan of action as we get into some time passing? Possibly muted. Possibly just hates us. Possibly. What are, you, are you talking to me? Wyatt? What? Wyatt? <laughs> I don't know where it is. What? What? Winona Ryder. Cotton. Kenny Rogers. I I I I think Dagon got him. Well, it's about oh, to happen fuck. sooner. I'll feed him to God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, are giving me a lot of shit. Now I'm here like talking and stuff. It's like no, no, he's a shipwreck. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Just be aware that various erudite and beautifully worded things were said in the uh <laughs> Press an X to doubt. Let's hear them. Yep. Uh, are you hanging out with your bus friend, or are you? Yes, I believe he got some food, and we we're all uh, going to fill him out to see how he felt about, uh, you know, less than legal, uh, you know, games so of luck and skill. Two two fine gentlemen just exploring the town. Yeah, because he's kind of busted the card game. We're having a good time. Oh, how terrible. Yeah, those guys didn't have a lot of money anyway, so... I well. You were able Maybe to... If, if they didn't have... And I believe I was more or less breaking even. Yeah, you... I believe you said your intention was to get more information than take more of their money. Right, and I've seen that that shook out. Yeah, you gave more or less broken even, and they are... Uh, mm. What's the word? Needing to get back to work and go about their actual lives here instead of just lazing about drinking and gambling all day. I see. Well, gentlemen, it uh, appears that the uh, natural conclusion of all games of levity have a has arrived. <sighs> Might as well move on to greener pastures. Pleasure playing with y'all. And he'll, uh, you know, shake hands all around. Yeah. 
Anyway, Wilfred, what have you found out in your uh, explorations on the town? Uh, well, so far, I've just been along the moors, and I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you, it's been fantastic. And he's going to pull out his sketchbook, and he opens up his little bag. You'd see the, uh, the, the drawing box that he's got in there. It's just kind of stood up so the, the top of it can be seen very easily, and he pulls the sketchbook out, and he opens it up and says, you see this? This is the scene right here. Uh, you see how the, how the lighthouse here is starting to... Uh, it's turning to collapse to the right. It's just the, the collapse, the American decline, right? Um, and then see here, there's there's a woman that's that's looking longingly out to sea, and that is the um, uh, it's the artist's interpretation. I'm I'm being the artist, so I'm interpreting this as um, she's she's longing for what um, for for the light to come back, for what America once was and can be again. Oh, wow. Such a patriot, I had no idea. I must have had you all wrong, son. Uh, what? I'm sorry? Oh, well, you know, I saw various, uh, how you comported yourself. I figured you'd be the kind to be a little bit more at home and say the, uh, the parlors of France and whatnot. And here you are being the patriotic American, pining for a simpler Asian time. Oh no 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 not me of course not no this this is her this is her she's she's she she's begging for for something that that can no longer be and so maybe her future lies across the sea but this this lighthouse oh there's so much that I can do with it mm, I love it anyway uh, did you know that there's a there's a temple in town and it's not just any like regular church but it's an actual temple um, it's called the, it's uh, the esoteric order of Dagon it is a fascinating uh, architecture and uh, I would love to see more of it and you know so many of the gentlemen in town just love love going there at all times huh an actual temple last I, time I was in temple I was in Oklahoma uh, you know it's and they'll go there all times of night you know even it was uh, oh gosh it was the wishing hour last night I was doing some some sketches and they just weren't working right and uh, the people that I'm staying with at the bed and breakfast, they were taking out some sort of large parcel in that direction. It was the strangest thing. And, you know, overnight, the other guests that were there just weren't interested in staying. And I checked out later that evening as well. It was very strange. Very strange. Ah, it looks like uh, you've uh, bitten into a bit of mystery. Or maybe it's bitten into you. Maybe you're just the idle painter looking for ways to while away your days. That could be. <laughs> that could be. There's certainly not enough uh, wine and poetry and uh, French baguettes here in Innsmouth. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, do you intend to uh, find the bottom of it? If you disappear, should at least, uh, I don't know, leave a note behind or something? You know, I think maybe it would be kind of interesting. Plus, you get to really get the, the, the pulse of the people of Innsmouth. You know, they've got this... They've got this, and he, he drops his voice. They've got this look to them, you know. It's fascinating. It's fascinating, you know. An artist can find beauty in anything, and this is just fascinating, especially just striking look. And I have to capture it on paper. And I know I can find so many examples at the Esoteric Order of Dagon, and I might even find out from the Collinses where that gentleman went. <sighs> Well, in some ways, I must say you're more optimistic, or at least more uh, 
what's the right word? Mellifluous than myself. You know, you say that the people have a certain look about them. I confess, and he'll look around, look to the left, look back to the right. The only look I see in most of these people is one about as dull as the gray skies that hang above us. I should make my profession a little bit more easy, and maybe your mystery section a little bit more easy as well. Maybe it will. So if are are you interested in, in coming along? Yep. You have to see them. They have an entirely different look than than this this dead gleam in their eye. Just the the deadness. No, that's that's the longing of something that they've 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 forgotten. They've it's it's long past now. This is something else. It's changing their very fabric of reality. It is amazing. I can't believe I'm going to say it. I gotta say that in another life you'd have been a hell of a hustler. Or a salesman, but uh, painter with the gift of gab. Well, that about sells it. I'll carry on with you for for at least a spell, anyway. Wonderful. We should just get going right now. All right. I'll put his head on his head. Lead the way. We can uh, visit Van. Go wherever you like. <laughs> oh, that's fabulous. You know, I actually met him once. It was uh, uh, somewhere in Burgundy, and he just starts just this stream of conscious ramble about yeah. <laughs> about France again. Why? Well, just nod smilingly. Yeah, yeah, it's called Burgundy. It's one of my favorite colors. Thank you. That was paining me earlier to not say it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hey, I'm here for you. So we're going to stick with you guys for a little bit. Uh, Coming down these nice quaint streets until you find the esoteric order of Dagon, are you just knocking on the door? Are you skulking around? What's your... Oh, this is a mystery. We're going to skulk. We're going to skulk so obviously. Okay. Uh, What do they call it? Is it stealth? Is it sneaking? What's the the skill? Uh, Stealth. Cool. Uh, if the two of you want to roll stealth, and we'll see. God, I hope we crush the fuck out of it. God damn it. Perfect. Oz, I need you to get better at Clock I, I rolled a seven on spot hidden, okay? The scales have to balance. Okay. Let's see if uh, the elderly gentleman gambler can bring us home here. This ball all on high. me. We have two extremes here. We have the 87 versus 20 and the 4 versus 20. So in skulking about looking to solve this enticing mystery, Wilfred, you attempt to look into one of these side windows. And you you know, pull your head up and you look in and it's, it's dark. You can't see anything. You look around to the back and there's a a cellar that goes down that is currently closed, but you can you can just feel like maybe I could get in there. And as you get closer and you try to see, is it locked? How is it closed? The cellar door pushes open and a man starts to look up and come out and is like, fuck are you? And he is one of these larger rotund men who's got more than his fair share around the middle, wearing what seems to be the Innsmouth uniform of a, a heavy coat and hat. You can see that he is bald. He has the bulging eyes. He's got just layers and wrinkles around his neck. 
and he is just looking up at you with a sack over his shoulder. Stunned to find you here as you are stunned for him to come out of this door. Your friend Wyatt is nowhere to be seen. Oh, well, um, hi, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm Wilfred Kincaid. You might've heard of me. Um, it's, I've, I've, I've been coming in town. I've been getting ready to, to do some sketches. I, I, look, I've, I've been sketching the lighthouse. Look at this. And he's going to open up his bag again. He's going to scramble to get his, uh, to, to get his uh, sketchbook out. And he's going to start dropping shit everywhere. Like his bo- the the box that he keeps his brushes and stuff in, it's gonna fall out and clatter. It's like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And he's gonna bend down to to pick the thing back up, and then his sketchbook falls to the ground. He picks that up. Finally, he's standing up, and he's got everything just awkwardly in his arms, and he's just looking at this guy. You can hear a voice come up from down in the uh, down into the cellar. Kincaid. You're going to see a a man in robes, long robes, go all the way down, pull around his feet, and trail off quite a distance behind him. Almost assuredly not good for the cloth and the maintenance of said robes. He's going to... Uh, what's the word? He's going to lumber into some of the light coming from outside. Heard of you. He's wearing a hood that's up, and sitting on top of it, there is a Gold, silver, some kind of precious metal tiara around his head. Staying at the Gilman house. Collins house. He is gobsmacked. He's dumbstruck. This man is beautiful with the jewelry and the robes. He looks like something out of just a religious text. And, and Wolfred's going to say this. Oh, I, I need you to hold this pose. This is fascinating. The 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 uh, the the coronet, the the robes, the the way that they drag across the ground. It's that crushed velvet. This is amazing. You are amazing, sir. Please just stand right there for just just a moment. And Wolfram's gonna crack open his box and grab his pencil and just start sketching right there. Bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. That's right. You'll be back. Maybe. Uh, we're about to have something dramatic happen anyway, so we'll just bring him back in. Uh, why? Where did you disappear to? Are you just watching this? Or did you go somewhere else? Did you abandon him? Well, as we saw, as we um, made our approach and we were sort of sneaking about and you know, to be to be more stealthy, I assume we were not walking side by side. Fortunately, my companion and my compatriot and comrade master of the visual arts was ironically spotted and uh, the best thing I can do for the situation as now is to continue on and use his unfortunate discovery as a diversion to further infiltrate this mysterious enclave so I would go to a separate entrance source some you know the, the distraction that was caused maybe while they were looking at the door the window was open that's fair. Uh, I'll let some of your extreme roll on through. And as you leave your stuttering and confused uh, patsy, I guess is a more appropriate word at this point, you continue around the building and find 
a window that's cracked open, letting in just a little bit of that cool winter air that you can jimmy the rest of the way up and climb inside. <sighs> well, what do I, as my eyes adjust to the darkness, Yeah. what do I, what do I discern? Uh, push that spot hidden button, and then I will give you some stuff. Row. <laughs> I mean, you still get stuff, but you are welcome to spend some luck if you want to. Or spend that twenty-three luck. Come on. No, no, no. I'm not. <laughs> big money, big prizes. I feel that you're just salty on having been spotted by such you a dull individual. You, he is not dull. <laughs> he is magnificent, and I am going to paint his portrait. He is magnificent in his grotesqueness. So as your eyes adjust to the light, you're going to see what looks like a bit of a storage room. It's musty in here. It smells a little bit of mold and mildew, and it smells a little bit of just damp. Kind of like when you were to open an old chest and get that smell of the clothes that have been sitting in there without that nice cedar smell to kind of counteract it. You're going to see robes. You're going to see... Ones that look nicer, and then ones that are clearly just, okay, you're here for the ceremony, here's your robe, here's your robe, just hand it out for masses to to join in. You're going to see little handheld candle sconces for people to hold candles during a ceremony. There's going to be boxes of candles, supplies, um, stuff like that. You're also going to see a case that's got a glass front on it. And a little lock. And inside, there are two cylinders, one of which is empty. And the other one has a tiara, a, a little bit of a crown, some sort of headwear that seems to be made out of precious metals. It's, uh, it's glass? It's in a little glass case that's got a little key latch on it. And the tiara, it was on a... Uh... One of two stands, and the other stand yeah. being empty. Correct. Hmm. He'll look around to see if, uh, I don't know, maybe search around, see if he finds anything within the robes, within boxes, or, you know, probably won't find the key, but might as well just search around in any type of drawers or pockets, whatever else. Nothing so simple and easy as just a set of keys laying around, probably being carried by one of the priests or some other high member of the society, but nothing so easy as, as that. Is there a door or is it an open hallway that goes you know, outward? You can go out into the hallway, look around, you don't see anybody. You can hear people moving, but nobody that seems to be in the immediate area. And you could go exploring or you could keep measuring Keep messing with the goodies. Hmm. What time of day is it? It's getting into where, because it's winter time and the sun sets earlier, uh, it's getting into to sunset that like four o'clock twilight hour around that time. Uh, will these robes fit white like over his normal clothes? Will they just? Could they, or would he have to change out of his clothes to put them on? No, you could put them right on over top. You might be not able to wear your nice hat like your picture has, but... Well, he'll, he'll uh, attach the hat by the window, and uh, maybe under some other robes and whatnot, 
put the uh, put the robes on and then cautiously attempt to explore the grounds without being seen or encountering anyone. Wonderful. <laughs> robes donned out into the hallway and a moment will go by before we cut over to Greta's house. As it begins to get a little dark outside, what are the three of you doing? Having had your little bit of fish stew, having seen questionable things in a book about your lineage, and having stooped. Cora's uh, still reading that uh, that Latin book. I think she's kind of engrossed in that. It's difficult, you know, reading Latin. Daniel has stepped outside to smoke his pipe and get some fresh air. That's good. A lot of places around here smell like fish, so. <laughs> uh, well, in that case, Daniel, while you're outside in this twilight, could you roll your your spot hidden? And uh, just, I guess, so we have the results, if Cora and Greta could roll it as well. Nobody sees anything. <laughs> the stars sure do look beautiful tonight. They are coming out, and this is like a pre-modern uh, words. Uh, this is a pre-modern light pollution and regular pollution time, so everything's real nice. And as the light begins to get a little dimmer, what Daniel outside does not see is the form of a man or a roughly humanoid creature skitter by in the alleyway. Only this man is is very hunched and he has a little bit of a, a flopping to his feet as it sounds. And it seems like something is being dragged behind him. Maybe it's a bag. Maybe it's some sort of tail. And He's clearly, or it is clearly, moving its way around the house that the three of you are staying in. Uh, and I'm going to reset Craig.